What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chelsea Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. We are wrapping up May and about to enter June. Summer right around the corner, even though it kind of feels like summer here. I think the official start to summer is coming up here in just a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of the lull of the year where you know the draft's done, free agency's done. You're dealing with your oddball drop every once in a while, like Hopkins. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of rookie mocks are done, or rookie drafts are done. You know, a lot of pe- not a lot of people are trading, so it's just kind of like the uh, the average pickups you're left. You know, wait and see what happens with Zeke and Fournette and that kind of stuff. That's probably not going to be super relevant, but might hurt somebody. Um, but yeah, it's a quiet part part to uh, start mocking, right? That is the key here. You want to get to kind of get ahead of the game and get a, get an idea of where everyone starts here in the summer and kind of see how the ADPs change, who's moving up, who's moving down, um, and kind of let some of that help dictate who you're going with in some of these drafts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today we're doing a 12-team PPR mock. So I guess this is our first like official mock. We do the, like the two early mock draft earlier in the year where ADPs are kind of weird. So Hopefully we got some real ADPs uh, and we can do a real draft and just see what kind of strategies we're going to be employing this year, whether it's going to be a wide receiver heavy earlier. What can you do with the quarterback position, the tight end positions, a lot to figure out over the next couple months, right? Yeah. With the, uh, you know, unofficial start to summer here with Memorial day weekend, we kind of get the first official start of mock draft season as we kind of enter June. Um, I am trying to adjust my, mindset here as i'm looking at the um kind of the big board for our mock draft coming up here uh, a lot of the names around me i'm i'm still like trying to adjust out of the dynasty mindset some of these guys i'm like ah, do i really want them but you got to flip your switch to get back to that one year um and guys like cooper cup you know some older receivers here so interesting to to see some players that you're going to get draft obviously a lot higher in redraft yeah, yeah, it's t- tough to break away from that mold, um, and then at the same time, uh, also breaking away from like the late round quarterback, late tight end kind of th- like you still try to execute on it, but it's not as easy as it once was. Um, and I think it's it's been a, a couple year process of us trying to to move away from it. Um, but this will be fun to kind of play around with that, see what kind of late round quarterbacks are there. Mm. Um, in fact. I did think of a question I had for you earlier. Oh, what do we got? Would you be comfortable with Aaron Rodgers as your QB1? Mm, I think if I waited enough, yeah. I mean, I'd have to double check because I feel like he's kind of just outside of the QB1, like His ADP here. ADP is 111. For... Okay. Which would be, what, the like 11th round? Yeah, 10th yeah. Round? So like that. a little down, but you got what? Two, three, four, five. Yeah, you have a good six, nine. Yeah, he's he's QB fourteen. So you know you probably take him ahead of Kyler um, with the injury concerns. But yeah, I mean, I think if I waited, I, he, Russell Wilson, you know, some kind of bounce back guys, um, Geno Smith, or some of those guys that are a little bit lower down that you're okay to go with if you're in that late round um, quarterback mentality. Yeah. Just some of the things we're going to have to figure out here as we start the journey, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you ready to get started? 
Yeah, yeah, let's get it going. Cool. I don't think I mentioned uh, you're drafting out of the six. Um, I am on the uh, the turn at the uh, the twelve spot. So lucky me uh, for the first mock. But uh, yeah, let's get going here. Chase is one hundred one. Cooper Cup one hundred two. Christian McCaffrey one hundred three. Then Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. One running back in the first five picks. That is uh, quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that's probably going to change for most drafts, but it'll be interesting to see because I think year to year it's pretty cyclical and the drafts tend to react to the last year. And I think it was more, you know, just without just looking at numbers, I feel like from just a feel standpoint, it feels like it was a a worse year for running backs and a better year for receivers. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of leagues leaning more toward the receiver I, I know that's kind of in a couple of drafts i leaned into that last draft while everyone was going running back way i kind of leaned out and had some teams that were pretty well built and just needed to hit on some running backs uh, week to week so it's interesting um there is a couple of running backs on the board here jt austin eckler um kind of the big two that adp wise are there you still have henry saquon barkley chubb jacobs um, we still don't have the running back, uh, the rookies rising up. Bijan Robinson, I think, is by the end of the summer going to be easily first round pick here uh, when people with, with the hype moving up on him. And it'll be interesting to see. I, I think he's a very good player. And, you know, I think I probably would not mind taking him toward the end of the draft, maybe where you are. So it'll be interesting to see if, if you make a move on that here early. Um, but not this early with some of the guys that are still here. Diggs, Adams, CeeDee Lamb, um, all good receivers, but none, I think, that are worth passing on one of these running backs. I'm um, not looking at the quarterback position. Um, so for me, it's really, do I want to go with the Kelsey pick and get that tight end, that kind of difference-making tight end out of the way, or go with one of these top running backs? Um, so it comes down to Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler here for me. Uh, and it's kind of like a, a you know a tale of two years. I mean, last year this wouldn't even be a question going into the year. Jonathan Taylor is like the guy. Um, but as we talked about earlier, typically rookie quarterbacks, you know, skill players don't hit as as well as skill players that don't have a rookie quarterback. I know you talked to some of the numbers, uh, but most of them were down about you know ten you know ten spots in, in the position group, right? Yeah, for uh, wide receivers, yes, you were 10 down, tight end, I think you were like five-ish down, and, and running back wasn't that bad. That was like three or four mm-hmm. spots down from a rookie quarterback compared prob- to a regular. Yeah. yeah, it probably lends to relying on the rookie quarterback as well. Um, so, And that's you know really where Jonathan Taylor shines. I think he is going to really benefit as if we do see that Richardson is going to hit as a good quarterback, but as long as he can at least be a good runner, you know, a la Justin Fields, his rookie year, um, you know, last year he he looked pretty solid too, from as a running standpoint. Um, I think this draft, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the, you know, take the shot here with Jonathan Taylor. Um, We'll see as I go through it. For me, it's kind of coin toss between the two talent wise, obviously it's Taylor, but situation i mean austin eckler is still in a great situation a lot of good receivers not a ton of competition behind him um but i'm gonna roll the dice on jonathan taylor this time uh we'll see how the team turns out with that early running back so after him Devontae adams austin eckler stefan diggs 
Travis Kelsey, AJ Brown gets to you there. Anybody you were hoping for? Any, anybody you're happy to see? Uh, yeah, a few people. Um, before I touch on them, I, I will shout out something with that stat that I think is interesting. Um, with the the rookie QBs, a that comes from comes from uh, JJ Zacharyson. Um, but B, you have to figure if you're a team starting a rookie quarterback, you're probably not a good team to begin with. You know, like Brock Purdy as a rookie starting for a very good team is not the normal. Normally you are like the Texans, right? So like, yeah, like naturally your wide receivers are going to be worse than the other teams because your team probably sucks. Um, so like, I don't know how you remove that from any sort of calculation. I don't remember him talking about that, but just an interesting thought. The team's already probably bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe take a look. If you just look at teams that were 500 or above by the end of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe and, that gives you something. And, and it probably is a very, you know, small amount with rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not having a you know, ton of team success, but. Yep. Yeah, it's just an interesting thought. But here, um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting players here. So uh, I like on the turn uh, taking one of each. Gives me like more flexibility moving forward. Um I don't mind in a typical year going zero RB. That's what I did last year in our league and got smoked for it. Um, but that strategy doesn't work well when no one's taking wider or no one's taking running backs. So I feel like I need to bob and take two running backs because that, you know, we're, we're down, you know, we've had, well, how many, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wide receivers go already, only four running backs. So I can get two premier running backs here. Um, and then wide receivers, just a deeper position. Like I'd be fine getting them later. And then I'm looking, you know, we got Derek Henry here. We got Saquon Barkley, uh, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, um, Brees Hall's here, uh, Bijan, like you said. So there's plenty of good options. Um, and that actually makes it difficult because yeah, like you had mentioned, would I be interested in Bijan? Absolutely. Like I'm not sure. I don't think Bijan would be here in a real draft. I think come ADP, he's going to end up, you know, somewhere between three and eight, nine, something like that. I think people are going to be all over him. Um, but for the sake of it right now, like, yeah, Bijan would be the one I want. I guess I'll skip out on him because I don't think he's actually going to be there. Um, but it's going to be very draft dependent. You know, if this is a wide receiver heavy year, then that, that very well could be the case. Um, but for me, like I'm the, right now, the question is Derek Henry and how good do I think Derek Henry is going to be this year? Uh, Cause you got to assume the drop offs coming. That whole offense doesn't seem very good. Uh, that doesn't necessarily bother Derek Henry any, um, but I think I'm going to bob away from him. And I'm just going to grab Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb. Um, two guys I believe in that are going to be really good this year. Uh, neither of them have any real competition in the backfield anymore. You know, not that Derrick Henry does, but um, yeah, I think I'm getting two, well, you know, I want to say workhorse. I don't know if you want to call Nick Chubb a workhorse because he doesn't get pass catching, um, but he's well, a workhorse of sorts. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, so we're just going to lock them in there. We'll see what comes back, but I'm happy having two stud, uh, running backs here to start. CD lamb goes off the board. We got two quarterbacks going. Patrick Mahomes goes, Mahomes goes, Derek Henry, Josh Allen, and then Josh Jacobs with the two Oh six and you're back on. Yeah. makes it interesting. Uh, I was hoping one of those other running backs in Jacobs and Chubb got down to me. Well, that's not the case. CD lamb would have been nice as well, but didn't hold my breath on that one. 
Um, so it comes down to still the running back and receiver position. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, probably in consideration in the second round for a lot of people, a lot of teams. And, you know, he is an elite quarterback. I just can't bring myself to take one this early with the quality of running back and receiver still here on the board. Um, Mark Andrews is also in consideration. Um, but once again, those onesie positions for me just aren't as valuable as the positions that you know you have to start multiple running backs, multiple receivers. Usually they're in for your flexes as well. So looking at the receiver position, um, ADP has Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Debo Samuel, uh, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Garrett Wilson. So still some solid receivers on the board. Um, I, you know, if I go running back here, I you know wouldn't mind looking for some upside in a Garrett Wilson uh, you know, or, or maybe a Devonta Smith in the next round. Um, looking at running back, um, really the only guy I think that sticks out, Najee Harris, ADP 19, so still there. Um, Brees Hall, um, if you want to take a shot on the upside there, I think Brees Hall is a good good pick. We'll see about Dalvin Cook, because ADP is still pretty high, but you know, word that he is going to be moved on from, so it uh, just doesn't, it's still uncertain. Um, ETN got some uncertainty there as well as Kenneth Walker with some rookies behind them. So does that eat into some of the work? I imagine Bijan's going to be gone. So I'm not going to take him here just because, you know, is it someone I would definitely take here, but in drafts, I'm going to imagine he'll be gone toward the end of the round there. So don't really want to have that listed here and, and not you know, be able to look to look back to this because it doesn't look like it's going to be the case. So comes down to Najee Harris for me at running back. Um, and then do I want more of kind of the upside or the stability with an Amon Ross St. Brown versus a Jalen Waddle? Um, I think I'm going to go with kind of one of the last running backs that I think is a stalwart back, still is going to get a good amount of receptions. Um, and Najee Harris, they've done a really good job with the offensive line this year. Um, and Kenny Pickett, just a second year into the offense. I don't know that he's ever going to be, you know, championship quarterback. Uh, but I think this team will be good enough to contend for the playoffs at the very least. Um, and that's going to be behind, you know, a, a decent receiving core there and, and a good running game, I think. So I'm going to go Najee Harris here. We'll see what gets back to me from a receiver standpoint. Jalen Waddle goes, Brees Hall, Amon Ross St. Brown. E, uh, Dalvin Cook and ETN and the second round. T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Debo Samuel, and Kenneth Walker come off the board. Bijan still sitting here. Um, for the same reason, you know, not going to take him just you know because of. Don't expect that he's going to be getting out of the first round most drafts. Mark Andrews is very interesting here. Someone that I think would be a good fit, you know, and it would be almost a zero wide receiver offense. Um, but he's interesting. You have a running back Joe Mixon, Tony Pollard, um, DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, Stevenson. So some still some good running backs on the board. Uh, receivers, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith. Garrett Wilson would be the pick for me at receiver if I decide to go that route. Um, quarterback, we've still got Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, uh, and then Mark Andrews at tight end. Um, yeah, it's tough. I, as much as I want to go Mark Andrews, 
is a situation where middle of third round, this is where I want to go with a Garrett Wilson. I think the upside is just too high there. Um, if I'm looking at late round quarterback, we, we talked before the show here about Aaron Rodgers, and I think he would be a, you know, a solid late round quarterback to get and being able to pair him with an elite young receiver like the Jets just have and Garrett Wilson makes a lot of sense to me. So going to lock in Garrett Wilson uh, and then, you know, through three rounds, be an all AFC team so far. Um, so after Garrett Wilson, Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf, Mark Andrews, number nine, if you were hoping for him to get to you, Bijan Robinson, finally off the board at three ten. We'll have to kind of mark that down, Steve. And as we go draft by draft, see how he changes. And then Joe Mixon at 311. Yeah, I'm surprised Bijan got that far. Um, there's a few of them. Bijan uh, Andrews is a 309. Like he's not a rookie, so you like you would think that's a good ADP, but it seems really low. Um, Garrett Wilson, I'm assuming, is going to be higher as well. Um, but it's hard to say. I mean, more quarterbacks are going, so that's going to push other people down, right? Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, now. Again, we're, we're considering quarterbacks, so I'm going to take a look at everything here. At the quarterback position, we got Herbert, Lamar, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Dak, uh, Deshaun Watson, at running back Pollard, Swift, Stevenson, Javante Williams, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, DK, or J.K. Dobbins, at wide receiver Keenan Allen, Devonta Smith, Terry McLaurin, uh, D-Hop, Amari Cooper, Chris Olave, Michael Pittman, and then at tight end, uh, Kittle, Hawkinson, Pitts, Goddard, Waller, Schultz, Ingram. Um, I don't really know what to do um, because we're kind of in the weird spot of like, we're in the third round, but we haven't seen a ton of running backs go. I like the running backs that are here. Like Pollard seems nice. I know Swift is a bit of a risk, um, but plenty of upside. Stevenson looks to be good. Um, Javante and Kamara. I probably want to do James Connors. Fine. JK Dobbins is fine. So like, I'm still liking that. And I might do it and just have three running backs because I kind of like Pollard and Stevenson. Um, I don't know which one carries more risk. I feel like I could draft Pollard and then Zeke will end up there or something like that. Um, Stevenson, I feel like, is the guy, but on a worse offense. Um, But I think I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to grab Mr. Pollard. Even if Zeke's back, you got to imagine he's got an even better role than he did last year. So, we're going to grab him, and now's the part where it gets a little tough. Um, I could play the AD ga- ADP game and say, well, most people don't have a ton of running backs, so a lot of running backs are going to go between now and then. So I could grab like a quarterback or a tight end and then just feast on the wide receivers that are left. Because I am like Justin Herbert's here, Lamar Jackson's here, Justin Fields. I'd be happy with one of those three. Um, considered Herbert um, if I was going to go quarterback at, the, at right? that pick as well and I don't like the way they're going I don't know that all three are going to get back to me but that would be that would be wild if we had seven quarterbacks go in the first five rounds yeah Um. so I, I mean it shows I guess you know, how confident people are in that top tier yeah yeah for real top two tiers really and then at the tight end position it just kind of dries up you know you got Kittle which is He's solid sometimes and not Hawkinson, which seems to be pretty good in, in Minnesota, but now you got Addison there. It's gonna cause a problems. Kyle Pitts, you know, I don't I don't want to play that game again, really. Goddard solid Waller, who knows what he is, Schultz, I don't know, Ingram and Joku Komet. Like I guess I could wait. Um I feel like I'd rather roll the dice, but there's also no wide receiver that's really jumping out at me. 
that Keenan Allen seems safe. Um, I kind of like the the upside that maybe Olave would give me as my one. That kind of scares me as a one. Um, like Amari Cooper is probably the better play. He was really he was pretty solid last year. Um, but I'm gonna just go ahead. And I'm gonna lock in Olave. I'm gonna grab some upside at the wide receiver position. We'll roll the dice and see if any quarterbacks get back to me or, or with the tight end position. As uh, um, it doesn't look like Herbert's gonna get back to me. Uh, no. Keenan Allen goes right after me, and then Swift, Stevenson, Hawkinson, and Justin Herbert. Yeah, so there's a couple guys I was hoping got back. Justin Herbert, one of them did not. Um, obviously, pretty good value there in the middle of the fourth round here for him. I think he's kind of that, for me, that top tier. Um, you could maybe put Lamar in there as well, but I think those top five are you know, pretty solid tier. So, interesting to see them spread out you know, between the 2-5 and the 4-6. Um, the other guy I was really looking for is Devonta Smith. I think you know, the Seagulls offense has been good. The last year they proved that Jalen Hurts was able to sustain um, you know, two top t- top tier wide receivers. And I think we're going to see it again with Devonta Smith. He just has gotten better each year so far. Uh, he was wide receiver nine in PPR, 10 in standard. Um, and it's just going into year three. He just looks like he gets better and better, especially with AJ Brown, top receiver, taking a lot of the coverage away. Um, so. Just to look at the other positions, Lamar Jackson, Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar, I guess, would be the one there that would stand out at receiver. Running back, Javante Williams, Alvin Kamara, Miles Sanders would be someone I'd be interested in. Um, but no one, I think, that would make me want to pass on Devonta Smith. And then and George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, solid, but not, you know, also not going to make me pass on a guy that I think really has top 10 upside to get here in the middle of the fourth round and pair him with a guy that I think has really good upside in, in Wilson. I think, you know, worst case Smith is going to, you know, be a, a low end one high end two. Um, so Garrett Wilson, have got a little bit more stability behind him and with a Devonta Smith here. So I'm going to lock in Devonta Smith and my uh, reign of AFC players. Unfortunately, got Lamar Jackson going next, Terry McLaurin, Alvin Kamara, Michael Pittman and Amari Cooper and the, fourth round to start the fifth round george kittle dj moore mike evans deandre hopkins and javante williams um so still on the board justin fields uh quarterback we've got trevor lawrence Dak prescott uh sean watson to a tight end kyle pitts goddard waller schultz ingram so still some decent tight ends there um at running back we've got James Conner, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, Akers. Um, of that bunch, Miles Sanders sticks out the most to me. Uh, I think you know they just paid him. They are going to really rely on him, especially with the rookie running back or with the quirky quarterback. So as we talked about the um, you know the rookie quarterback stat, I'll be looking to here draft two of the three running backs that are going to be with definite starters and uh, uh, definitely rookie starters. So interested to, to test that theory a little bit but as you said it seems like it impacts receivers and tight ends more than running backs uh, but just looking once again here at receiver godwin jerry judy mike williams Calvin ridley london so there's a lot of receivers that i still like in this tier where i think it, miles sanders is one of the last guys i really like in this running back tier 
Connor, Dobbins, Pierce, Akers, Montgomery, all solid. Um, but I, I think Miles Sanders is going to get the bulk of the work. And and I'm just iffy on some of the other guys here. Obviously, Connor, Dobbins, Pierce, I think we expect to get most of the work. Uh, but I think we've seen it more from Miles the last few years. So I'm going to lock in Miles Sanders, get my third running back out of the way here. Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields goes just before you, Steve. Yeah, that. so I got burned literally one pick before me. Yeah, three running. quarterbacks oh, you were looking God. at. Yep, the three I wanted, and I was getting hopeful, man. I was getting hopeful. I had to survive, what, two teams all the way from you to me and got burned right before. That feels great. So looking at quarterbacks, we got Trevor Lawrence, Dak, Watson, Tua, Kyler, Kirk, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Trey Lance, Anthony Richardson, blah, blah, blah. Um, Gino is down there, um, but we have, we're not really in the inspiring category. We're kind of in the fine <clears throat> category. Um, Trevor's not bad. Dak's okay. Um, Watson, I don't know how to feel. Like I feel like one year removed, he's probably got a lot of upside. Maybe he could bounce back and be that top guy he used to be. Um, we've seen a lot of good things from Tua, but the injury concerns, Kirk's got more weapons. We talked about Aaron Rodgers earlier. So like, I'm at the point where, you know, how many teams don't have a quarterback at this point? One, two, three, four. Like, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough of us. And you got to think they probably don't start going double QBs until around what, nine or 10, maybe later. You would think. Yeah. So, and and, then, you know, know your league. If you're in a league that they don't draft Mm -hmm. a lot of double QBs, you can wait even longer. So, um, there's one clear player that I want. I'm going to lock him in now and make Will unhappy. I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard. Oh, there it is. Get that tight end. Yeah, strike at tight end. Like Kyle Pitts is there and appealing. Um, but you know, the burns are fresh. And I don't <laughs> I don't I mean I'm sure there's gonna be a mock at some point this year. I'll pull the trigger, but it ain't gonna be today. So we're just gonna lock in Mr. Goddard. Um we'll take a look back at the running back position. Um Still some interesting options. You got James Conner that's still here. Damian Pierce, Cam Akers, if you want to take that upside shot. Um, Montgomery could be fine. Pacheco, Rashad White. Then it starts kind of falling off. So you still do have your final options if you haven't uh, grabbed a lot of uh, running backs. But I got three. So I'm okay waiting. Um, We're going to turn to the wide receiver position. We got Calvin Ridley, Drake London, um, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Christian Watson. I'm sitting here with just a lave. Um, so I don't think I want to take the risk with Calvin Ridley and his return. I, I like Drake London. I like the volume he's going to get, but you got an iffy quarterback situation there. I don't know what I, if I want to pair that with, you know, assuming a lave is going to break out. Um, I think I want the reliability of either Deontay Johnson or Tyler Lockett. Um, you know, the Pittsburgh offense as a whole got a lot better in the second half of the year, whether that trend continues or not. Who knows? Um, Tyler Lockett, we know is very good. Um, but now with JSN there, does he eat away at him? You know, he's getting a little bit older, blah, blah. Um, I do think I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson. That feels kind of bad. Um, but I, I, I'm a little bit more confident in that offense, you know, taking a step forward. Mike Tomlin's a good coach, second year Kenny Pickett. Um, offensive line's getting better. So, I'm going to lock in Deontay Johnson as my wide receiver too and uh, begin the long wait back. Um, 
Kyle Pitts goes right after me. I'm going to ask you a question about him in a second, but we got Damian Pierce, Cam Akers, Calvin Ridley, Drake London. So plenty of good options going off the board right before your pick. Would you have gone Kyle Pitts? So I was weighing that option with another player that I may go right here in Darren Waller. I've risen on him a little bit. I like the landing spot. It's, it's really grown on me just because there's not that alpha wide receiver there. There's a lot of solid receivers but I feel like there's not really a bunch of size there, right? I mean, Sterling Shepard, um, Jalen Hyatt, Wondell Robinson, like a lot of good speed options, but not a ton of size. And, and obviously you're going to have some quarterbacks or quarterback touchdowns, so some touchdowns stolen by Daniel Jones. But I think he could be a big red zone threat here, and he could be, you know, maybe behind Saquon Barkley at times. Um Daniel Jones' favorite target. So he is a guy that I think, I don't know, I, I would just, I almost feel better than Kyle Pitts. It's crazy to think. Maybe, like you said, it's just recency bias with how crazy it has been with um, with Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I don't know. Waller concerns me. I don't know. I just, I see a, a viable position like the tight end as good as he was getting moved to a different team seems bad. And he didn't have a great layer last year. Yeah. He so, was down last year yeah, for sure. Like I worry he just like, this is the new normal and he's just, you're just going to end up with a tight end uh, five to eight, which is yeah. ideal. But yeah, I mean, the story is there. Like you said, like the, uh, he could be the, the target hog, um, you know, the, the one and only option there. And then that could be incredibly valuable. So I get it. I totally see it. And I'm mm. tempted, but I'm kind of scared at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no quarterbacks that really call out to me here. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I think definitely could take the step up, but with three of the five teams behind me already having a quarterback, I, he would be the one that I'd be looking to take. And at this point, I'm probably going to look to just try to get another receiver or go with the tight end position there with Waller. I think there's a little bit more of a tear break after Waller, Schultz, Ingram, Firemuth. I think you have a little bit more stability in, in Waller. And, and I do think he does have big upside as well there. Um, even if it's just for a year or two, as, as he did just hit the age 30. Um, so we've got a receiver, Tyler Lockett, Christian Watson, Hollywood Brown, I think is someone that's really interesting as well. And Brandon Ayuk. A couple of guys that I think would be solid. Um, I imagine one of them will get back to me in case Mr. Trevor Lawrence does not. Um, so it comes down to me at this point, do I want to go with the tight end position at Waller, one of those receivers, or do I just not risk it and, and take a guy in Trevor Lawrence that I think we've seen, you know, kind of a level up last year where he went from, you know, really questioning being the number one pick in 2021 to getting a good offense around him and moving into the top 10 quarterback last year. And obviously, you know, top 10 isn't incredible, um, you know, eight, but he did have a few weeks where he did look really good too. He had um, QB three, QB four, QB eight, eight, five, one, five. Ten. So he does have some really big weeks, especially later in the year. Um, so, I think, you know, some success in the playoffs too. I think, you know, I think I've talked myself into just getting Lawrence here. And I do like to kind of gamble and risk it, but a lot of receivers drafted to the teams behind me here. 
Um, and as you alluded to, there is a little bit, you know, more worry. I think in Waller, I think Lawrence has a higher floor, you know, comparison wise, different position, obviously, uh, but also has that upside and maybe even more upside. So I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence here in the sixth round. And after him, Tyler Lockett goes, Connor, Montgomery, Waller, and Watson to end the round. Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White, Brandon Ayuk, Dalton Schultz, and Hollywood Brown. Uh, a couple of the receivers I was looking at in, in Hollywood, Ayuk, and Lockett go off the board. So that's a bummer. Uh, but we still got some interesting players here. Not looking at quarterback, but Prescott, Watson, two are the top guys on ADP. I'm probably going to be punting tight end at this point. Ingram, you know, Ingram isn't bad, especially to kind of have that stack. Um, but I don't think I necessarily need to make that pick here. And, and I don't think I would want to sacrifice some other positions. So we'll take a look at what else is here. We've got Christian Kirk, which is an interesting stack. I know a lot of people are a little more out on him with the return of um, his name here, Calvin Ridley. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, but I know, you know, Christian Kirk coming off of, I think, a, you know, it looks like knee rehab here in the offseason. I think he still will be heavily involved. And, and given that I, you know, only have two receivers on the team, a receiver would be ideal here. Um, running backs, you've got Elliott, AJ Dillon, James Cook, Fournette, Brian Robinson, Jamal Williams. Not a ton of guys that are really inspiring at this point. I think we've got some later guys that I'd be more interested in to get depth. So, for me, it's receiver or tight end, and, and none of the tight ends are really calling out here, as I talked about. So I think Christian Kirk is the pick here. Uh, you know, a good receiver. I think maybe the ceiling's a little bit lower, but he still has a solid floor. Um, and as a wide receiver three with the with this team, um, you know, built pretty well, especially getting a little stack there with, with Trevor Lawrence. Always like to get that. So we're going to go Christian Kirk. After Kirk, Juju Smith-Schuster, Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott, Traylon Burks, who's another interesting option, and George Pickens. Yeah, let's see uh, what we have here. We don't have to look at the tight end position anymore, so that's awesome. Um, we do still got plenty of quarterbacks here. We got Watson, Tua, Kyler, Kirk, Aaron Rodgers, Russ, Gino, blah, blah. Um, so plenty of good options there. While running back, we got A.J. Dillon, James Cook, Fournette, Brian Robinson, Jamal Williams, Tyler Algier, Antonio Gibson still here, Khalil Herbert, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Rashad Penny could be interesting. Um, Jamar Gibbs, that is not going to stand. I forgot no, about Gibbs. Fly out. <laughs> There's no way. Um, so he would be the easy pick, but I'll just go ahead and avoid him because I don't. There's, there's no way. Um, yeah, well, it, it, that's hard this early in the offseason when ADP has been baked yeah. in for the rookies. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly You don't want to sway what your team will look like, yeah. especially looking back at it Yeah, so later in the offseason. Now I'm looking, and I'm, I'm kind of regretting going three running backs early because I, I wouldn't mind uh, like Antonio Gibson as my three, um, rolling the dice on Herbert or Mitchell or Penny. Um, Damian Harris, uh, A Chain, Roshan, maybe you know, there, there's different options here. I mean, they're, they're really not great threes. Um, 
Antonio Gibson's probably a fine three, but the the wide receiver position I'm less thrilled about, and that's what I need. So we got Sutton, Gabe Davis, Michael Thomas, uh, Brandon Cooks, Kadarius Tony, Jameson Williams, John uh, Jan Dotson, Bateman, Thielen, Mooney, Lazard, JSN. You know the rookies. So that's kind of tough. Like Sutton, I've always liked Sutton, but it wasn't the best last year. Gabe Davis, I'm kind of out on. Michael Thomas, I don't think I want to mess with. Brandon Cooks could be interesting in Dallas. Um, especially, he doesn't have to be the one on his team for the first time in a long time. So that might be really good for him. Um, Kadarius Tony, you know, do you want to take the shot? I kind of want to, but I'm kind of scared with this team. So I don't think I'm going to. Jameson Williams has a suspension. I'm not, you know, not going to take a shot there. Um, I think I, I'm going to go back to back wide receivers here and could wait on the quarterback because there's what three teams left yeah still three teams i don't have one i'm okay waiting i'm gonna grab the veteran and brandon cooks you know hope that number two role you know keeps him steady and relevant and you know they could use a solid number two there in dallas and then i'm gonna take an upside shot with dotson um at washington i know we both like dotson um he was on my team last year and he's pretty i think he was no he wasn't i keep thinking he was on my team but he wasn't um, but, uh, he, he was solid last year until I believe he got hurt. Right. Um, so I'm he, he, I think he came on you know, later as a rookie played well, got hurt, but then he actually came back and played well again after the injury. Yeah. He had a lot of touchdowns and, um, he, he just looked solid. So I can see a next year, a bump out of him. Um, so this team, if a lot yeah, of quarterback Dotson, is the worry there, I think. Yeah. Quarterback is the, definitely the fear. Cause I don't. Uh, it's, um, Sam, right? I think, who am I thinking? It's um, Howell. Sam Howell. There you go. And, yes. but who knows? Maybe Brissett. Yeah. Maybe Brissett. So, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, I don't think either inspire a ton of confidence. No, but Brissett, you know, carried Amari Cooper last year to, to fancy relevance. So he could support one, whether it's McLaurin or Dotson, who knows, but, um, you know, it, his quarterback play is not going to be any worse. Split and neither are yeah, really relevant. It's very true. It's possible. Um, but I'm happy taking the, the veteran shot and the younger player shot. Um, moving on, A.J. Dillon, Gabe Davis, James Cook, Michael Thomas, Cortland Sutton. You're back on. All right. So tight ends are still here in Ingram and Firemuth. Um, getting Watson or getting, sorry, getting uh, Christian Kirk. Don't particularly want to load too much up on that or on that team and there are three later tight ends that i like that i'm probably trying to punt that position here um so the rest of the draft not even going to worry about quarterback we're just going to be looking at running back and receiver um i I think this is the point with like tony jameson williams bateman as like kind of the top guys this is where i'd probably be looking to take a shot on one of the rookies <clears throat> you have your three first round rookies in, in Smith and Jigba, Addison, Johnston, Flowers. Addison and Johnson are probably the two that I'd want to draft. Um, JSN, I feel like, you know, we are happy for him or excited for him long term, but I could see him coming out a little slower just being in three receiver sets there. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets drafted early and, and someone, you know, just gets they're all ticked off after a few weeks because he's not doing anything, and you get him off the waiver wire or what he really turns it on to be later in the year. So Addison would be the top guy, and then and Johnson, I think, for me here for this year, someone that maybe comes out of the gate and plays well. Um, but I want to go running back first, and we'll see if any of those rookies get back to me here. 
And you mentioned him earlier, Antonio Gibson. Um, there's been some hype around him. Obviously, it's his hype train season. Uh, but it's really him, Brian Robinson. And I think new new offense. Wouldn't be surprised you know, if we see him get back involved. I feel like when the offense is or the offensive coordinator has really tried to get him involved, he's played well. Getting him as my fourth running back here, you know, pretty happy to get. So I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson. Evan Ingram goes next to Sean Watson, Brian Robinson, Leonard Fournette, Tua Tagovailoa, Adam Thielen, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Algier, Pat Firemuth, and Kyler Murray. So don't need to talk too much more as my top guy that I was hoping for and and uh, Addison gets back to me here. Jordan Addison, uh, rookie for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I think he's got the biggest opportunity to see time and, and snaps early. Um, out of all the rookie receivers, you know, with that first round capital, he's the guy that has the clearest path to the wide receiver two. Obviously, capped on upside where that alpha on that team will be the guy across the way from him. But I really like what he presents here as a good wide receiver two with the team that I'm building around him. So going to lock in Jordan Addison here in the ninth round as my wide receiver two. After him, Kadarius Tony, Khalil Herbert. David Njoku, Rashad Bateman, and Jamal Williams. So I uh, I faced down the Aaron Rodgers question myself at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I would be right around now had I not taken Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Now I, you know, in a regular league, I I probably just keep on waiting because at this point, most have their quarterback. No, there's still two teams, right? Uh, no, one. No, it's just you. There's two teams that have oh, yeah, a second quarterback. Yeah. No, just one has a second quarterback so far, which that could be even more worrisome for you. That's the problem is like the they're going to start going. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't take one here. I'm going back-to-back quarterback. <laughs> of course you will. Of course you will. <laughs> uh, so Kirk Cousins, always interesting. Seti, you know, not going to come with the most upside in the world. Um, Russ, if you want to think that, you know, Peyton's going to solve that problem and, and bring him it's back dangerous. to relevance. Yeah, like that, you know, that's a great late gamble if it works out. Um, Trey Lance might not even be the starter. Anthony Richardson, you know. I, I don't like that a lot of people compare him to Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts as rushers, but forget that they did nothing on their Like Josh Allen was horrible in his rookie season and Hurts didn't play, right? Yeah, Hertz played maybe four or five games yeah, at the end of like, the year. So you can't compare a rookie to guys who broke out in their second yeah. and third year. Like it's just it's a bad comparison. Um Bryce Young is not interesting. Daniel Jones is okay. Geno Smith could be the the proper pick here. Um you still got Stafford, you know, if he's coming back fully healthy, he's usually solid for fantasy. But yeah, I Cooper Cup's still going in the first round, so that's gotta say something about it, Stafford being it, decent. Yeah, exactly. And it makes a lot of sense. Um I think the guy I want though is Aaron Rodgers. I think he can bounce back. Um, I think he's got better weapons around him than he's had in a long time. Uh, and I think he can, uh, I don't think he's going to bounce back to being the one, um, but I can see him getting back into the top five somehow if he has a, uh, a good year on the ground and stuff. So I'm going to go with Mr. Rogers. I've never had Aaron Rodgers on my team before. So it's uh quite interesting um, running back here, uh, a pretty similar grouping to what I mentioned last time. Um, the wide receiver position 
that has thinned out. We got Jason Wilson Williams. Um, Darnell Mooney's here. That's interesting. Lazard, I could stack. I'm not sure if I would want to. Um, Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, if you want that rookie upside. OBJ, if you want to play that game. I think I'm going to take another running back. It's been a long time since I've taken one. Um, and Damian Harris is here, and I think the starter for that team. Um, I don't, you know, I don't think he's got sky high upside. Like you might have, you know, I could see Penny outplaying him. Uh, maybe Elijah Mitchell, you know, San Francisco does a lot with their running backs. Um, Singletary, probably not Clyde Edwards, Lair, probably not a chain. Maybe, you know, that's probably a good shot if you want to take a, you know, a young one, but I think as a steady Damian Harris, uh, actually, you know what, if I have. If I have Barkley, Chubb, and Pollard, I really can take a gamble at the running back position. I am going to take A chain. Yeah, go with the upside you know, shot. Yeah, like uh, Harris would be fine. And if you know, I were to blow out an ACL with Chubb or something, I'd probably rather have Harris to plug in there just to be safe than risk you know losing A chain. But as of right now, I feel like I could take the gamble. So I'm going to lock in A chain there. Get a young running back in a interesting spot. Um, see what happens. You. Know, you could do worse in the 10th round. Uh, Jamal Williams goes right after me. Darnell Mooney, Kirk Cousins, Elijah Mitchell, and Cole Komet goes off the board. Yeah, Cole Komet was an interesting one there, uh, especially this late. He wasn't one of my like late dart throws, but he was one where I may have had to pivot if he was still available there here in the 10th round. Um, but he was kind of the last of the, <clears throat> the tier of guys that I was really in. Dawson Knox, a rookie in, in Meyer and Kincaid, Ertz, not really guys from too thrown about. So wait a little longer here and continue pounding the running back and receiver position. Um, two guys that interest me, one I talked about earlier in Quentin Johnston, he's the other rookie that I like, so I wouldn't mind pairing him and Addison up to see if one of them hits. Um, the other one is Alexander Madison. Um, we're still waiting to hear what's going to happen there with Alvin Cook. Uh, and obviously, when we get the draft season, I think we'll know a little more. Either Cook will still be there, and you can assume he'll safely still be there, or he won't. And Alexander Madison will be drafted much, much higher. Um, so for that reason, I'll leave Madison at least here for another round, go with Quint Johnson um, to get another upside shot at receiver with a guy that I think has a really good chance to step in um, as at least the wide receiver three on a more heavy passing offense in, in the Chargers and you know, a little bit of more injury risk ahead of him at receiver that maybe gives him some more work. So Quinn Johnson, I'll take here. And after him, Odell Beckham, Zach Charbonnet, Jameer Gibbs finally goes off the board. Dawson Knox, Rashad Penny, Michael Meyer. At the turn, Russell Wilson, Zay Flowers, Alan Lazard, and Alexander Madison almost gets all the way back to me here, but goes just ahead of me. At 11.5. So, as we look at the board here, Damian Harris is still on the board. Another guy you talked about there who is really interesting option. Um, so, guy, Singletary, Hunt, Patterson. At this stage of the game, I'm not going to take him. And then maybe this is someone that you're, you know, interested in gambling so late. Clyde Hubbard's a lair going this late. Like, this is where you're drafting guys that you're, you know, okay to cut if you don't see it in a couple weeks but he's one of the few guys that this low down that has a shot like it's not likely but i wouldn't be surprised if you see him come out and and andy reed just goes all the like he plays well and he gets all the work because 
the guy that beat him out last year is a seventh round pick. And, and just because he played well last year doesn't mean the draft capital isn't still there for <clears throat> for for um what's the guy I'm blanking on ahead of him here, Steve? Pacheco. Pacheco, yeah. So uh, he's someone that's interesting this late, and not someone I would take over Damian Harris here, but someone that I think late in the drafts isn't a bad dart throw. You know, maybe, and you'll see it early on if he's you know getting the clear RB two work. You can move on after a week or two if you need to, but you may be able to work into something there. Um, so still a couple of the tight ends, uh, all three of the guys that I, I like still here. So not going to pass on Damian Harris. We're going to lock him in here. Get myself another running back to keep that running back receiver balance pretty even. Kareem Hunt next. Elijah Moore, Devin Singletary, Zach Ertz, and Trey Lance. I know you were really hoping to get Trey Lance there. Aren't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I really wanted him. <laughs> um, before I go on my quick rant, we do got to speed it up. Um, we're talking a little bit, which makes sense because it's our first mock, but we got to go a little bit faster. Um, with that said, quick rant. Um, I hate when teams hit on a late round player and it tends to be a running back in like the seventh round they hit and then the next year they just replace them like why what's the point of even drafting the seventh round if you're gonna hit you're gonna hit strike gold and you're just gonna throw it away anyway like i just i don't get it i hate it it makes me so mad but i hope you we, see it all the time and, and yeah. you know dynasty teams pull their hair out that's why yeah. teams like james robinson get traded so quickly and why people were selling damian harris and dynasty this year just because you can't trust teams no, yeah, and Tyler Ajir. I mean, he wasn't like late, yeah. late, but he was not an early pick. He did no. good this year. <laughs> yeah. And then they just, you know, let's spend first round capital on another running back. Like, what's the point, man? But whatever. I'm a general manager, I guess. Yeah. Um, so taking a look here, I, uh, I'll read off my team because I don't think I have in a while um, or at all. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, so we're good there. The running back, we got Barkley, Chubb, Pollard, and A-Chain. At a wide receiver, we got Olave, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Dotson, and then at tight end, Goddard. So more wide receiver shots would be nice. We'll take a quick look at the running back position. Um, Clyde, you know, like you said, um, P. Ryan is here. That is interesting. I'm not passing that up. <laughs> we're just going to lock in Mr. One. I, I just just highlighted him as well it's, it's interesting to see him this late yeah i don't think he's gonna go this late in actual drafts um but you know there's a lot of uh confusion with that situation right now so yeah i understand it but i'm locking him in because i'm not going to pass up a potential starting running back um this late so at the running back or at that wide receiver position we got alan robinson renfro uh jacoby myers jen hyatt tyler boyd say jones sky moore um Peoples Jones, Mingo, Rishi Rice, Josh Downs, Mechie. Uh, so uh, Wandell, uh, Rondell Moore could be interesting. I'm sure he's going to be going up the uh, the ADP list with the the Hopkins news. Um, Romeo Dobbs is down here. Claypool, um, Isaiah Hodgins was pretty good last year um, for the Giants. So you know maybe that's interesting. The name that jumps out to me though um, is Mechie. You know, we got him on a dynasty actually, league, you know, down here in the 12th gotta, round. You got to step your game up. I've got all these receivers with uh, rookie, right? I guess I had the r- running backs with rookie receive, rookie quarterbacks. You're going to one up me with the receiver with the rookie quarterback. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> um, but, you know, second year guy, he's going to be the one for his team. We're in the 12th round. Like, I'm fine taking the dart throw at him. Um seeing if he is something. Like, he's got just as good a shot as Donovan Peoples-Jones or you know, 
Sky more like at this point. So I'm going to just go ahead and lock him in there. Alan Robinson does go next. Um, then we got Cordell Patterson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Dalton Kincaid, and uh, Bryce Young. And my wait stops here as all the tight ends are starting to go. The guy that I'm going to take without any hesitation, Mr. Chega Conquo. Steve and I are both big fan of his. Him and another guy that you know we were targeting here in our dynasty scavenging to get a tight end. And Greg Dulcich are the two guys that I feel like when I'm waiting late in drafts here, I would take them over some of the guys with bigger names like your Zach Ertz, your David Joku. They're going to go ahead. Um, but these later guys, I think, are going to get a good target share, especially Chig. I mean, obviously low passing volume offense, but I think he's got the upside to be, you know, really one of the few guy pass catchers there. So not going to hesitate. Lock that tight end position here with Chig. Hunter Renfro next. Anthony Richardson, Geno Smith, Jacoby Myers, Jared Goff to end the round. Deontay Foreman, Raheem Mostert, if I can say that name. Greg Dulcich, Roshan Johnson, and Jerk McKinnon. Um, those two Chicago running backs were definitely interesting and in, in, on my board of, of potential targets there. So bummed to see both of them go, um, especially you know this late. You'd love to just kind of get one of one of that Chicago offense. Um, so looking here, still some rookie receivers like uh, Rasheed Rice in Kansas City, just trying to take a shot on him. Um, but a guy that I'm going to go with is a rookie running back in Jacksonville, Tank Bigsby. Um, a lot of news coming out that they don't want to overwork um, the starter there. So I feel like you could have him. You have Dearness Johnson there as well, but you, you put some draft capital into Bigsby. I think people have looked what they saw there. So we're going to go with Tank Bigsby here. After Bigsby, Gerald Everett, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hyatt, CJ Stroud, and Mike Gesicki. Very nice. So we're here with my last two picks. Um, if you're new to the show, we do not draft quarterback or a uh, kickers and defense because they're usually the final two rounds and we just don't want to waste time on them. Um, so final two picks here uh, at quarterback. There's nothing, you know, Jordan loves here. If you want to just throw, you know, a dart with a breakout guy. To have draft Aaron Rodgers as backup as Jordan Love. That's kind of disrespectful. I know it wouldn't it be? <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it be? Um Stafford's here if you're looking for upside. Maybe Purdy could take a step forward. You know, Ritter, I, I doubt, but maybe. Um the tight end position. We do got Laputa here. Uh Taysom Hill. Uh Trey McBride. Very interesting here. Um that's a, a interesting last round. Uh, dart throw at the tight end position. Um, running backs, we got Kendra Miller, Chase Brown, um, Tajay Spears, Gainwell, Jeff Wilson. Uh, Jalen Warren's kind of interesting. Deuce Vaughn, maybe. Um, Chase Brown is kind of interesting here. We'll, we'll maybe read. No, you know what? I'm going to lock him in. Just in case, you know, um, if I'm drafting now, you know, Mixon might not be on this team come, you know, the start, and that could be Chase Brown's role. I'd imagine they'll bring in like a Zeke or a Fournette in that case, but you know, 13th round, I'm going to take my shot. Um, at the wide receiver position, I'm just looking for upside here. Um, uh, Sky Moore jumping forward, maybe. Uh, Rasheed Rice having a connection with uh, Mahomes. Uh, Windhouse here. Again, Rondell Moore is here. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. MVS is still here. Uh, Van Jefferson, maybe. Uh, it's a potential breakout. Uh, nope. 
Not interested in anyone there. We're going to go with Rasheed Rice. Grab a, uh, a rookie that's attached to Mr. Patrick Mahomes. It's interesting that he's going in the 14th round where Sky Moore last year was going so much higher. Um, just, yeah, I guess, People got burned. Yeah, they got burned. Um, well, if I get burned, at least this is my last pick. Um, KJ Miller, Tyler Boyd, Zay Jones, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Tajay Spears. You're up with your last pick. So, Steve, when you're taking your last pick, you're looking for a guy that you know you can cut if it's clear that he's not going to have a lot of action. Um, and a lot of times you look for like backup running backs here, right? What would you say if I could tell you, you know, I could get you a, a running back that looked good toward the end of last year, um, played really well, looked like he's going to be the one, had a couple guys then get you know taken ahead of him in free agency and, and at the draft. Um, but two guys that are very injury prone. So you're usually betting on an injury with these, with these players, right? With the guys ahead of them. Um, but this is a guy that has been on the team longer than the two guys ahead of him produced last year and has two guys ahead of him that are somewhat injury prone. And late in the draft here, a guy that I feel like I'm going to roll dice on is Mr. Kenny Gainwell. Yeah, from the saw that coming. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? It, you have a couple guys ahead of him that huge upside, but the floor is low because of injury concerns there. So a guy that I think will be involved. Um, and if it gets down to like a two headed monster, where one of those two guys gets hurt. I think both Gainwell and the other guy would be usable. So another good dart throw at running back here. We'll lock in Kenny Gainwell after him, Jeff Wilson, Sky Moore, Tyler Higby, Jaden Reed, and Jonathan Mingo to round out the draft. Quick shout out. Um, I was pretty sure you were talking about Gainwell, but in the middle, I moved to maybe Gus Edwards, and then I moved <laughs> to uh, Kyron Williams. Kyron, well, there you go. Um, I was wondering where you were gonna, where you were upon my. Little yeah, rant there. I, I bounced on the three, but the moment you named that he was there longer than the other two, I was like, oh, it's got to mm. be Gainwell at that point. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that completes the draft. Let's do the rundown of our team. Will, you were in the one hundred and six. Let us know what you got. Yeah. So quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Running back, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, Damian Harris, Tank Bigsby, and Kenneth, and Kenneth Gainwell. At receiver, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith, Christian Kirk, Jordan Addison, and Quentin Johnson. And at tight end, Chig Okonkwo. Okay, and for me, out of the uh, 12 spot, we got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. At running back, it's Barkley, Chubb. Pollard, A-Chain, Samaje Pirine, and Chase Brown. At wide receiver, we got Olave, Deontay Johnson, uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, Dotson, Mechie, and Rasheed Rice. And then at tight end, we have Mr. Dallas Goddard. What do you think of your team? Yeah, pretty happy. little light at receiver, so you know, would need one of those rookies to hit. But I feel like receiver is something that's a little bit easier to get on the market. It's harder to get a running back that's going to get carries. So... When I go into a draft, you know, usually aim to be pretty even at running back and receiver, you know, and it's easier when you're just taking one quarterback, one tight end. Um, but if I have to go heavier on one side, I usually prefer to be heavier on the running back position. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I'm, you know, for drafting in the 112 and drafting a tight end in the first five rounds, I'm pretty happy with this team. Um, yeah. You know, solid at running back, plus you got a nice shot with A-Chain there. Um, a lot of receivers worked out for you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of breakout potential. It just feels, it feels a little light. Cause I don't have that established stud already. There is no Stefan Diggs. There is no Tyreek Hill, you know, Alave could be that, 
you know, Dotson could be that, but they're not that right now. <laughs> so, you know, missing that yeah, top tier guy makes it look a little worse, but, you know, uh, solid all around, quite happy with it. So yeah, that was, that was, that was fun. First real mock of the year. First real mock of the year. First of many to come. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, so yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Uh, tune in next time for another mock draft until then folks trust your board.